welcome to part three, the final instalment in the Neuralink podcast series. In this episode, we explore the application of neuroscience in sport, discussing where Neuralink can and has made a significant impact within team quality and performance. I'm here with Andre from Neuralink and Neville Pritchard. I'm Simon Lovegrove. You'll have heard my voice, I think, on the podcast. If you're a listener, you'll have heard Neville's voice, for sure. Um, you may not have heard of Andre before, so I wanted just to give him a bit of a, a big up. Andre is one of our global partners, and he is the owner and originator of Neuralink Profile as a technology and a, and a practice and a tool. And we've been very fortunate to work with him to develop um, our service around, around Europe in neuroscience in Europe. Andre, would you like to give us a few pointers, your story and Neuralink story? Yeah, absolutely. You know, thanks, Simon. Uh, it's always again coming back to we share this passion for people development. And uh, being part of the neuroscience research group of the University of Pretoria, my job has always been to look at how do we use the practical applications of neuroscience to help business make more money. Business is not interested in academics. If they wanted to become neuroscientists, they would have, but they don't want to. So how can we find ways to work faster and smarter? And that was always, it's still my job to say, how do we use science and make it tangible, practical, so it can help business to be more accurate, more productive, more effective to improve engagement, wellness, and all those things. And that is why we have come up with the unique design of this profile that looks at the drivers that impact uh, performance and that also looks at neurophysiological factors that makes up personality that has not been considered in psychometrical assessments previously. At the moment, we are busy with a, the research project with a, a big psychometrical uh, uh, testing company where we are doing research on only these neurophysiological factors that impact personality because personality is the sum total of nature and nurture or differently put the impact of genetics plus the environment but before we look at the impact of the environment we have to understand the raw potential what is it that i have that i can work with and how does this naturally impact me people in flows core is all about helping people be in flow and the best way to be in flow is when I can be in flow with my natural design when I can function and learn and think and be the way that I was naturally designed to be but very few tools out there even in this day and age that actually gives people clarity on that and now we realize that in the world of psychometrical assessments we need to get our grounding and our point of departure in understanding people ourselves and it's being grounded in the neuroscience perspective again, which obviously puts Neuralink in a sweet spot. But this is our passion is to look at what does our natural design tell us about who we can be and how we are talented. The question is not, are we talented? Uh, it's how are we talented, but where do you discover that by looking at your natural wiring. Even if we look at the world of talent development, it has to start with accurately identifying the person's design that shows you potential. Then that potential plus alignment of appropriate skills sufficiently reinforced over time gives you a high performer, high potential person. 
but where does the journey start? Design. And that is definitely the competitive point of departure of the work that we do. Great. Fantastic. Thank you. Neuroscience is clearly applicable in many areas of life, both professional and personal. Let's hear some of the ways in which Neuralink and an understanding of neuroscience has been used in the sporting world. Just this morning, I was at the university and we were discussing a study that we are busy with working with some of the university's top athletes. At least two of them in this group has already broken the world record in certain athletic events. So we're talking about really high-performing athletes. And a very interesting thing that we found goes back to learning agility. Their physical optimization is excellent. And they all are part of the university's high performance center where they get the best that the world can offer in optimizing them physically. What we do find significantly is that on the mental side, that learning agility side, that is where tremendous help is still going to have to be given to them to become more competitive, to have a more big match temperament and to learn to take charge of my thinking and my whole neurological system under very stressful events because many of them that's where they are lacking is on the mental side and at the end of the day Neuralink always says we have to outthink, outlearn and outcreate our competition and that is a rule for the world of sport as well. At the moment we are also busy with uh, rugby teams, cricket teams and also football and we're starting to do the same thing there as well because now people start realizing that our competitive advantage is to go to the next level is going to be to think differently to have that agility for that athlete in that stressful new situation to make a smart decision if i can just uh, um, conclude with the example of rugby we do know that New Zealand is the best rugby team in the world. Now, it's fantastic to become the best team in the world. It's another challenge to stay there. So they do the physical part excellent. For them to move to a next level, to maintain that competitiveness, is going to be to have more of their players, or maybe all of the players, to have that learning agility under very stressful conditions to stay very competitive, which some of their players are doing very excellent and that's actually part of why they are where they are but still not everyone and the more we can do it the more we'll be top of the class and it comes down you know one of the very simplest ones is how many games are decided by a late penalty you know this is brain fitness decision making over a longer period of time and understanding and train yourself to be more likely to be able to manage and produce great decisions late into games. That, that's a massive change. And uh, just as a, a small aside, given the, uh, the current state of English cricket, Andre, uh, we must really look at working with I, I, I heard this morning on the radio about the Ashes and Australia, so maybe this is a good time for us to speak to the cricket guys. Thank you for listening. This episode concludes our Neuralink series. For more information on Neuralink, contact us at info at neuro-linkeurope.com or alternatively, call us on 01280 823 702. 
We would just like to say thank you to Dr. Andre Vermeulen and Simon Lovegrove for their contributions to the series. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>